Hey everybody, welcome back. Well, welcome for the first time if you didn't listen to episode zero. This is uh, uh, Queued Up Esports. Uh, we're doing episode one, uh, and we're going to be talking about decisions Blizzard has made. Oof. Yeah. Big oofs. So, uh, for, for people who uh, have been under a rock, I suppose, because this is huge news, um... A while back for uh, for the Hearthstone uh, Grandmaster Championship or whatever it's called, uh, Felipe will probably be f able to correct me on that. Um, uh, a uh, a Chinese player uh, won, and uh, at the end of the event, Hong Kong player, Hong Kong player, excuse me, um, he uh, he won, and he used his uh, after event interview uh, to promote his stance on the. Um, the situation in Hong Kong. Um, he wore a gas mask, everything, and the com the uh, commentators for the event hid under their desks as to uh, to not be seen during uh, this whole incident. Um, after that fact, uh, Blizzard said, "Okay, uh, Blitzchung, you uh, you will not receive your winnings for this event. You are going to be banned for a year." And, uh, hey, uh, commentators, you did nothing to stop this. Uh, you are now terminated. They did more than that stop it. They actually, I, didn't, I wouldn't say they egged them on, but they knew it was going to happen ahead of time. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, that's the, uh, the basic workings of that. Um, yeah, so I I don't know I don't know what to say. Uh, what what thoughts do you gentlemen have on that? Well, uh, let's start also. Let's not forget they also uh, doubled back a little bit. Um, Blizzard they halved his um, his suspension to six months and gave him his prize money back. Um, they didn't change any of the rules and still said that he you know he effed up, but like that that is inappropriate and all. I mean he. They just have the sentence, basically, is all it did, but didn't actually change their stance in any way at all. Okay. So that's a thing. Yeah, I, I think upon hearing what the initial take was, uh, it seemed extremely harsh. Um, I think a lot of people were on the impression that it was more harsh than it needed to be. Oh, um, one, agreed, yes. 100,000% it was way harsher than it needed to be. <laughs> Um, yeah. So to, to play a little bit of devil's advocate, though. Um, I was gonna do that, but you go for it too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just want to. I, I feel like both of us are gonna do this. Um, the situation at hand is something that was. I don't want to say completely unique, but it's something that. Uh, I, I, and someone can feel free to correct me that esports in general has not had to deal with at all where a competitor stands up and uses their interview to uh push their their stance on a protest a, a social agenda right right this is yeah this is this is a a multinational um social issue um right yeah and i don't think anyone at blizzard who wrote up the the rules and regulations and terms of service for like how events are run ever anticipated this particular situation happening so the guy in charge is like uh f fuck it dude just uh uh take away his money and ban him and ban everyone else like <laughs> like, like like so i think that they they overreacted because they're like i i i i don't i don't know what to do here well, I think part of the reason is because it made them look bad in China. It isn't necessarily that he just broke a rule. Um, Blizzard's been trying to expand in China for a long time, uh, and they're starting to. Um, they uh, they, have, I mean, they have four different Chinese Overwatch teams. Um, this Hearthstone tournament was like primarily a Chinese tournament. Um, like all the viewers and everything were was all was all Chinese. Um, so like that's that's uh, a driving force in their in their plans for the future. So like making them look bad in China is not good for business. So that's probably part of the decision-making process, which is not, a, I'm not justifying that by the way. That's just, that's just what it feels like from them. It's just so scummy as shit. Right. And, um, can I, can I go off on a tangent there? I just had to make sure that I Googled this right. Um, 
because I definitely remember uh, China having uh, a professional Overwatch team. Oh, they uh, do. The Shanghai Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've gotten three more since, but yes, they do. That initially, so I, I could be wrong on this, but I do remember them on like one of the longest losing streaks of like oh yes <laughs> professional esports history they as an aside back <laughs> dramatically this season but yes they had uh they were they were Owen 41 at their yeah yes. <laughs> or at their peak i guess their i guess their their valley their their you know their their yeah. trench um yeah Owen, Owen 41 amazing and i i remember uh they had hired uh what was it uh Geguri, right the uh, yes the female uh, first female um, player in Overwatch League. Yes. She's a female tank that played. Uh, what is it? What's her Diva. name? Yeah, she played Diva, and what's the the Russian? Uh, Zarya, uh, probably Zarya. Zarya yes, as well. she was Zarya. She was a Off great Zarya main. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember like that. This was supposed to galvanize the team and like help them get there, and like they were so close so many times. And it's oh, just, they were like, close a lot of times. There were a lot of game fives. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> so many game fives and everyone is just waiting and waiting and they just never, just never showed up. But I guess like now, like we're we're back. But yeah, that just a, just a fun fact for the first, the first yeah. Chinese uh, Overwatch team. Just just wanted o- to bring, bring a little fun fact to the table. Yeah, yeah, they they want to get into this field, and I feel like that was that that didn't do them any favors, you know, like. <laughs> on, on a world stage by having so the the following season um one of the coolest teams um uh the spark had the coolest fucking yeah. logo and color scheme ever though mm-hmm. so like they made up for it by just having a cool ass fucking team um but and and, and good too and the shanghai dragons were actually ended up being one of the better teams they were in like the top we'll call it six or seven teams out of yeah. the league um the, the, the following season so they totally made up for it amazing but yeah, that 0 and 41 record will forever be there um, for the for the history books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that, that was a neat tangent. <laughs> uh, back to the topic at hand. Um, uh, Blizzard did release a uh, a letter uh, to you know reel back on the uh, the punishment, um, and uh, unprofessional <laughs> me, I don't have that letter up. But I do believe, um, even in that letter, they uh, they openly stated like uh, our business affairs in China had nothing to do with the uh, the stance we took on this, which is like sure. you can say you that, say so. but right. at if the you say same so. time, you're trying really hard to like who right. who are you fooling with this? Exactly. Yeah. They um, like the the part of the problem is that I mean technically he did break a rule, right? So Blitzchung did break a rule, right. um, which is the reason the the punishment happened. Um, but the rule is so fucking vague. Like all they have to do is make Blizzard look bad is the rule. Right. Um, the the uh, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna try and find the letter real quick. Yeah. So. Uh, that's so it's open to it's open to interpretation in many different ways so like it means that whenever they want if they don't like the way something sounds um it, it could make blizzard look bad and then they could ban huh. somebody for that so it's just a very shitty rule yeah. um i think that's what a lot of the a lot of the problem is it isn't necessarily that that he broke a rule because the rule sucks um sure so and uh, I mean, and also the social issue sucks. Like you don't want you want to be you don't want to be backing the fucking, you know, the the communist totalitarian totalitarian regime here. You want to be backing the the people that are fighting for democracy. So yeah. like that's also another you know, another kind of interesting dynamic here. It isn't just that he's breaking rules. You're 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 defending, or you're not defending. You're punishing the people that are are breaking the rule, but for a good reason, right? Yeah. Um, so it just it just just feels shitty all around. Right. Um I can't find the exact ruling, but it is something along the lines of like uh Blizzards has any right to um to do something if anything is said or done that defames Blizzard in any way shape or form. It's like right. something huh. along those lines. Um yeah. They 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 talked about it being like political or social, but it really comes down to it makes them look bad. 
Um, on the on the opposite foot, kind of um, not necessarily shifting gears, but taking a look at like another perspective. Um, Magic had a uh, a similar incident happen, and I have an article for it somewhere. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, Magic Gathering Pro uses wind to show Hong Kong uh, protest support. And I'm going to post this article for you guys so you can look it over. I remember, um, I don't remember the situation, but I remember that it happened. Like, I don't know the details. Right. So it's a very similar situation. Um, the, uh, the player uh, won the Mythic Championship. And uh, he used his attention to call, or he uses when to call attention to uh, the protesters in Hong Kong. Um, hmm. The difference between this is um, it wasn't as uh, like overt or dramatic. Um, I didn't see the Blitzchung interview. I didn't know like what exactly was said, but he didn't like just show up on screen with a gas mask and like say you know liberate Hong Kong or anything like that. Um, uh, Li Shi Tian, uh, and I apologize if, if I'm saying that name wrong, I'm white and stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he said, you know, life has been very rough, uh, in my hometown in Hong Kong. Uh, it feels good to play as a free man. So, yeah. and that's, that's like the primary statement. He goes on to say, we wear masks, uh, like this, and he's wearing like a red mask in the picture that is in this article when we go on the street. Um, and like, he, he basically is just like very like calm and describing the situation. He's not like actively pushing a stance, but you know where he's coming from. Well, the, uh, the, the casters, um, for the book chunk situations were the ones who told him, or not told them, but like I, I kind of egged them on. Hey, will you say, uh, you know, the uh, the chant? I can't think of it right now. Uh, you know, liberate Hong Kong. The whole, uh, will 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 you say that here on 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 the broadcast? Um, and that's when he goes and he takes the mask and he says it. But like the casters kind of egged him on. So it was mm -hmm. it was definitely a less reserved um, uh, a way of doing it, right? It was it was definitely more. I don't want to say flashy, but it was it was, you know, we'll, we'll call it more aggressive um, way of doing it. Yeah. Um. Because you know they they specifically use that 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 line. Um, well, while Lishi, I'm gonna butcher that too. The magic guy, um, you know, it was it was a more prepared statement. Um, so there's a little bit of a difference there. However, I feel like either statement Blizzard would have probably had the same reaction for if it was on hung, uh, on the Hearthstone. And that's that's uh, actually thing. what I was gonna ask. <laughs> Did you guys think that? Um knowing how these two statements are different opinion would the response have been the same and so i think the casters might have not got a problem um had it been this way however i think blitzchung would have still got the same res uh, the same punishment on his end so do we like do we take into account i guess also the um the amount of uh, ownership that Tencent has into Blizzard for it's only their like decision or something. I think it's higher than that now. Is it really? Okay, uh, I don't actually know the amount. Google I... it. We can Google it. Hold on. We have the internet. This is true. Blizzard. They own a lot. Actually, like I want to eventually talk about them because they own too much. Oh. Really, um, <laughs> they're everywhere. They got their hands in every big company, every entertainment company. I am so like it's crazy. And it's weird because they're essentially, it's a company, but it's really uh, the Chinese government. Uh, if you really look into what they do, it's just, right. um, yeah. so the government doesn't officially put their hands on everything. They've created this company and they put their hands on everything. It's kind of how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, one of those good old fashioned uh, loopholes that I've heard so much about. That's what all the rich people do. Uh, but yeah, Tencent owns so much, man. Yeah. Like, uh, they own like 40% of Epic. They own like a a lot of Riot. I don't know how much. I don't know what their actual percentage is, but they I own. I think it might be all of Riot. Is it really? It, it's it something like, gigantic. They own a concerning amount of Riot. Um, uh, like, Tencent took part. Sorry not to, to cut you off. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Uh, Tencent took part in Activision Blizzard splitting for Vivendi as a passive investor in 2013 and now owns less than 4.9 shares as of 2017. 
on the 17th of April in 2015, Tencent announced it had bought an additional $400 million worth of shares, uh, rising its stake in the company to about 25%. That is... Okay, that is more than five. That is yeah, more than I thought. That's a very overwhelming amount. That <laughs> sounds like it was five, and here we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. My data is outdated. Uh, so one thing that I think is, like, super, like, this, this is literally, like, world history. Like, this is something that, in some history book somewhere, is going to be writing about this incident. Like, 20, mm-hmm. 30 years down the line. But Congress actually sent a written letter yeah. to Blizzard saying, we believe that you've made a mistake by punishing, uh, you know... Really? Mr. Chung. Um, let, let's see here. Uh, That's amazing. The amazing part is who signed it all. Yeah. Uh, Activision, oh, no. Activision Blizzard's benefit from China's growth market for esports, along with investment from Tencent, one of China's largest uh, technology firms. As you can see, companies are no doubt aware Chinese government uses the size and strength of its economy to suppress opinions which it disagrees. Uh, let's see here, and I kind of started reading from this instead of picking out the part that I need to do. Uh, your company claims to stand by one's right to express individual thoughts and opinions, yet many of your own employees believe that Activision Blizzard's uh, decision to punish Mr. Chung uh, runs counter to those values because your company is such a pillar of the gaming industry. Your disappointing decision could have chilling effects on gamers who seek to use their platform to promote human rights and basic freedoms. Like, and as Felipe said, it's surprising who signed this thing there are there are five different uh you know senators members of congress that have signed this thing from both parties and like hard left hard right too this is like bipartisan as shit yeah like marco rubio's in there if i remember right but also like aoc yep that's amazing as it's just universal fuck up as China amplifies its campaign of intimidation, you and your company must decide whether to look beyond the bottom line and promote America's values like freedom of speech and thought or give in to Beijing's demands in order to pres- preserve market access. We urge you in the strongest terms to reconsider your decision with respect to Mr. Chung. You have an opportunity opportunity to reverse course. We urge you to take it. And that is like completely wild to me i did not anticipate in you know my my uh my prime years of being a competitor uh coach uh anything (laughs) that a letter of congress would be sent to a gaming company in regards to the topic of competitive esports he isn't even an american he's from hong kong like it's crazy and that that was the unifying like uh that that was the that was the thing that galvanized and unified uh, the two parties into coming together to speak on <laughs> on right. esports and on a company and how they handled uh, what they felt was defamation of their character in a foreign market. That's bananas. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah, I don't. I, when you put it like that, right? It sounds kind of ludicrous. What do you think? Oh, oh, sorry, actually, before I get there, so Blizz, so at at um at BlizzCon this past weekend, um, they formally apologized, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna throw air quotes and apologize real quick, um, at the situation before any of the proceedings. Um, that was uh the worst fucking apology I've heard in that? my life. Yeah, it was bad. They didn't even they apologized, but they never said what they were apologizing for. That's when you apologize to like your significant other and you're just like, Yeah, you I'm know, I'm sorry. really sorry. I, just, I didn't I just I want didn't, you to stop yelling at me. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna make you feel that way, and I'm sorry you interpreted it like that, and I'm really sorry that you felt that way is what that apology was essentially. Like Right. It, the the apology where you, uh, you absolve yourself of the blame and you put the blame on people and how they responded to it. Not the fact that so you bad. did a shitty thing, but yeah. people are responding to it very negatively. Yeah. They said something along the lines of them um, taking the criticism and responsibility for their actions, 
but then they also didn't change any of their actions. Yeah, I'm calling um, the cops. Like they <laughs> so mad. Like they 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 made the statement, but like didn't change the um, the banning on him or the casters. They didn't change the rule that was broad and stupid either, for that matter. Even if they didn't unban him, fix the stupid rule. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They just said, "Yep, we take responsibility," and then didn't actually act on anything they said. So, nice empty apology. Yeah, one thing. So, um, hopping back over devil devil's advocate again. One thing to consider is Blizzard is a huge multinational company. If you've ever looked on their careers page, you'll see not just positions in their San Francisco office, but Korea, China, like all over the world. Like they they have places set up. And with the situation in Hong Kong being as volatile as it is, one like like you said it could be um these bannings are a way to uh, appease China and Tencent to make it, you know, be like, oh no, we, we're we're still on your side, guys. We now give us all your money, but at the same mm-hmm. time, there are employees there, and with how volatile the protesting is, they could be doing this as a means to save employees uh, and protect employees that are located in Hong Kong, China, other places that would be affected by this. Okay. Okay, uh, I see where you're going there. Uh, assuming they have employees in Hong Kong, I don't—I actually haven't confirmed or denied that, but I'm going to go make the assumption. So they have employees in Hong Kong. Um, you have a player who's made a very volatile statement, um, very clearly choosing sides, and you expect China to retaliate somehow. So their action is to appease China, essentially. Right. I guess there's got to be a better way to do that. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I It I, seems pretty I, mediocre. I agree, but that's like there keep in mind, I'm a I'm a pure soul. I like to try and see the best intentions in every action that someone takes and that's very true. And that is one of the best like intentions I could imagine from this scenario. That's pretty fair. I can't. I cannot. Uh, I can't tell you that you're wrong in this situation and your judgment on that. But on the other side of the coin, I don't think that was the case. I as, think that was also as, a super harsh of a punishment. Just discovered. Yeah. Yeah. There's a 25% uh, own shares that Tencent has of Blizzard. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's somebody from them on the board or something, right? Like I don't I don't know if that's true or not, but that uh, 25% ownership, I feel like your foot's in that door somewhere. So, I just looked up um it's on PC Gamer, right? Re- relatively reputable. Every game company that Tencent has invested in. Uh, they have 100% ownership of Riot Games. It is 100%. 40%, yeah. Uh 40% of Epic Games. Uh yeah. for, so they own 40% of um of what is that? Um, they're the guys that make uh, again Unreal Engine. Fortnite. No, Fortnite. Yeah, they're most known for Fortnite right now, but they yeah. were known for Unreal before. And um, they own eleven point five percent of Blue Hole, which is oh. the guys that make uh, PUBG. Yep. So they own like a pretty controlling interest in both of the the biggest uh, battle royales. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they they uh, monopolize the battle royale genre. They like a good battle royale. Five percent in Ubisoft. Um, and in here it does say five percent in Activision uh, Blizzard, so it's not maybe like there's like conflicting reports on what it is on how much of this do they own, right? So, uh, yeah, but that that's the part where it's just like, man, like what's going on here, you know? Yeah, but the company is trying to, you know, stick its claws into what is the newest, biggest growing. Uh, uh, entertainment industry of esports. Yeah. Um, I have an interesting analogy that might um, explain some of it in a weird way. Uh, anybody, anybody played Civilization? Yes. I have uh, not. Okay, so this is good because I can explain some things to you, and I like explaining this part. Okay. Um, so there's uh, it's a it's a turn-based strategy game, and there's a few different ways to win. Um, the most common way is to just 
dominate the uh, the you know all the other countries, right? Yep. Uh, just beat them through warfare. Um, you can do it diplomatically as well um, by you know uh, gaining favors and and essentially voting to be the supreme leader, uh, which is very boring to do, but you can do that. Mm-hmm. The science victory, where it's basically a, a like a space race, first one to, yeah, to first one to the, to moon, the moon wins. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, but there's also a culture victory, um, and so the, how that works is you have to spread your influence around mm-hmm. um, to the other countries, and then whenever you whenever you sp- like completely sp- like spread your influence out to a specific country the leader of that country always like sends a message to you and it's always something funny like you know uh we're listening to your pop music and you know wearing your blue jeans uh you know it's like damn you've got us right so the u.s was winning this culture victory in china um they like like a lot of chinese people are are obviously playing their games and, and obviously a lot of these companies are expanding to china um and it's not just gaming. I mean, it's it's pop culture in general, right? It's mm-hmm. it's, it's capitalism. It's it's the it's the Western idea, right? Yeah. Um, and China doesn't like that, so they're fighting back the culture victory by getting their hand in every other company that can make influence, so that they're able to censor things and control decisions. Um, yeah. You know, before not before it gets to them, but at least so they have a hand in it. They can they can kind of sway where that goes. And I feel like this is what they're trying to do. They're winning the long game. They're not going for a domination or a science victory. They're going for a culture victory. They're trying <laughs> to they're trying to spread their influence as much as they can because they were losing at it and they realized they were losing at it. So now they're like, all right, yeah. we're not going to wear their blue jeans and listen to their pop music anymore. We're going to make sure it's our pop music and our mm-hmm. blue jeans. Um, and I feel like that's what's happening right now. <laughs> I just like to imagine that all the all the powers in the world are like, we need to promote our blue jeans and pop music. That's the line from Civ Five. I kid you not. <laughs> Play the game. It's fucking great. Uh, that's what it is. Whenever you, whenever you influence another country and culture, they always give you a, a stupid message like, damn it, all of our people are listening to your pop music and wearing your blue jeans. And I always fucking find it hilarious. That's too good. <laughs> but that's what's happening right now. I guarantee you they realize that we can't we can't win the other races, so we can mm-hmm. at least try and win this race. And I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, whether you believe uh, the the banning is right or wrong, there's definitely questionable uh, ethics, morals, just business practice in general with this decision. Um, I want to move on to another decision Blizzard has made. Uh, we got uh, we got Overwatch two, everybody. Yeah! <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> That's so, so good. I have a feeling these are actually a little bit related, though. I agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were ready to show Overwatch two yet. No, but they needed good press. Hundred percent. So here's here's the thing that like completely baffles me. Um, and I was like looking at like the the Overwatch site and everything. I watched the the trailers and video. By the way, um they advertised their gameplay trailer. Like it's like, "Oh yeah, here's this gameplay trailer that's like 90% cinematics." Um and like very limited gameplay. But the thing that like irks me the most about it is like I look at it and I'm like, "This is just a really really big patch." This yeah. Is, this is just a rework of Overwatch 1 but they So I disagree. Okay, I'm, I'm I'll let you finish, but yeah, I disagree. I, I'm I'm interested to hear your opinion on this. Cuz All right. So hang on. Like I'm okay. so I look at this and I'm like, okay, so you added like a very uh wide spanning. Like you you found a place to put your lore for the game and I think that's fantastic. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But there, I so I gotta buy into this game to get this lore. Um, that the game also has a, a PvP mode that is the exact same mode. Um, because the gameplay trailer did show a little bit of gameplay, and outside of like a few UI updates, everything looked exactly the same character abilities, everything. And so, I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna have to spend 50 60 dollars on this like what is essentially just a like a, a an event of the week to get this like story mode 
and mm-hmm. like a new game mode that they could easily have just implemented in the current game. And grant like the updated graphics are good, but I don't think it's enough to call it a new game. All right. Um, it's my turn. Yeah, it is your turn. <laughs> All right. So uh, here's why I disagree. So they they wanted to do the lore stuff, right? They wanted to have the the lore missions and hero missions and all that stuff, but the current engine wouldn't allow for it. They had to update the engine um, to be able to do this. Otherwise, all we'd have are like the um, the yearly archive missions. And honestly, it's just all those really are are it's either some form of horde mode or it's like a push a cart um, situation. It doesn't add a lot story wise. Um, it's it's still a, it's still a PvP mode, but with more enemies um is what it really ends up being it isn't really a new mode um so they wanted to really be able to expand that and the current engine just couldn't do it so while they were doing the current engine um or while they were upgrading the current engine um and they they realized you know we're gonna have to make some changes so let's 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 also let's also make the graphics a little better it's a three-year-old game now so Mm -hmm. they they worked on lighting they work on particle effects the the actual models i believe are the same like the polys um but they worked primarily on um, the lighting and the uh, and the particle effects and different different post processing stuffs, um, and that's primarily why it's a new game. The fact that you're getting everything from Overwatch um, one uh, on Overwatch two is because the PvP still works fine. They just copied and pasted the PvP. Um, so so that that part of it. Like and it also makes it so they can they can cross platform if they wanted to. So the people that didn't upgrade to Overwatch two, they still have people to play with and vice versa, right? You don't you don't fracture your user base. Um, now what surprised me a little bit is that they're giving all of the um, new characters and maps also to Overwatch one. They're not getting any of the PVE stuff, but they're getting all of the new characters and maps. Um, so what ends up happening is while you have this whole other game that has all of this additional, you know, it looks nicer and you have this PVE content. And while the multiplayer is the same, the expectation is only they're going to be getting the new maps and heroes. You have the old stuff, but they're just giving you free shit on the old one if you don't want to upgrade. So, like, I don't understand the problem. There is this other game with an updated with an updated engine and new modes and more characters and stuff, and you just get part of those characters. Like, I don't I... understand what people are complaining about. I feel like there's gonna be a catch. Like, there's gonna be something there. Because I... Like... This... Honestly, this feels like... To me... That Blizzard is doing something that Capcom has been doing... Since the dawn of time. Which oh, is... Oh, yeah, uh, just making... <laughs> just making Here. Street Fighter 2 Serpu- Super Turbo Edition Tournament Mode Seven Deluxe times. Yeah. Hell... Um, I I see that comparison easily. Yeah. Um, but what I heard though is, and I don't, I haven't gotten proper confirmation yet. Um, the old Overwatch one, they're just gonna, they're just gonna like phase you into two without without any of the PV stuff. So like, you're gonna get the updated uh, graphics engine, uh, no matter what. Like, it's mm-hmm. gonna be Overwatch two, ish. It'll it won't be called to when you're when you're when you're launcher because you're not gonna get any other stuff. But they'll be you're supposed supposedly working off the same updated engine now. That- that, That's what like, I was told. Doesn't make any sense to me, and I feel like it's that free. that is too big of a like piece of pie to take. It's free. <laughs> What's I don't know what the problem is. Like, if you don't want to deal or do you want to play any of the new PV stuff, bro, your game that you've been playing for I don't know how long you've been playing is still gonna be getting updates with I... new characters and 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 maps. That's not gonna change. Yeah, so I, I feel like we might have like a Halo 2 situation where Bungie went into the development of Halo 2 and they're like, yeah, we're going to do all this stuff and we're going to do all this stuff and we're going to make it better and we're going to do all this stuff. And then like release date comes around. They're like, fuck, we don't have a game and the thing <laughs> we have doesn't work. So I thought Halo 2 was st- like one of the better Halo games. It is. But the mm-hmm. story behind it is they had to scrap the whole project that they demoed at E3. Oh, really? I didn't know that story. Entirely new game. It was it was built on like architecture that wouldn't be able to support uh, 
what is it? They they wouldn't be able to support it on the actual Xbox. So like it was a demo, and then they realized like, man, we actually can't do this. So I guess we got to oh, start really? over. This is exactly yeah. what happened to Anthem, actually. Uh, so um, I, that's a that's a whole other topic for another day. So I feel like this is gonna be something similar to that regard, where they're like, yeah, dude, if you want the PvP stuff and nothing else, just keep playing Overwatch One. It'll be fine. But what I feel like is gonna yeah. happen is it's gonna be like. No, this is uh, these are two separate games now, and they're the same game. So give us sixty dollars. <laughs> I don't think you're like you're should you're you can always play Overwatch one. Um, like by Overwatch one, I mean PvP. Um, that's if you've already bought that game and you're able to play I... it now, that's not going to go away from what I was told. Right. Um... And like I've been following this from multiple sources on YouTube and Twitter. Like that seems to be the consensus. No, I definitely agree, but like I'm I'm gonna be skeptical on this. Cause um cause I, do... I I guarantee you they'll have pay, like not I won't say paywalls, but like there'll be um certain cosmetics that you're only gonna be able to get um by like doing PvE stuff. Oh I don't um, care about all that. So like it means that you're gonna see people um, you know, with with things that you'll never be able to get unless you get the new one. I guarantee mm. you that. I mean that's just business. They're not gonna make it oh, so you yeah. can get everything they can get. Where I We'll definitely revisit this when, you know, it is further in development because, you know, they, they didn't give a release oh, yeah. date or anything like that. The, he, Craig said, oh, Craig, <laughs> um, uh, Jeff said he doesn't even know when it's going to come out. Um, he didn't even say 2020. Um, yeah. He said, I don't know. Uh, we're not there yet, which is also why it's probably being shown way too early, by the way. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were ready to show this right now. I think they wanted to give out more information and didn't have the information to give them. Yeah. It's it's just, like, really... It's, like, a, a lot to take in and a lot to feel like is actually... Like, I feel like they're getting a little too ambitious. Like, thinking that, like, oh, yeah, like, the cross-gameplay is going to work just fine and everything's going to be okie-dokie. But who knows? I think it will if they actually bump up everybody to the Overwatch 2 engine. Right. Um, Like, just for free. Just a free update. Oh, by the way, everything looks better now, guys. Um... I think I think that's no problem at all. Yeah, but so here's the thing, and here's why, like, I don't like. I th I think it's a bit of like a ripoff. Like to call it <clears throat> Overwatch Two is to imply that Overwatch One is no longer relevant. Oh, I see what you mean. Because if we if we look at like the the closest example we have of Team Fortress 2 versus, like, Team mm -hmm. Fortress Classic. Like, right. the games are two radically different games. Oh, yeah. Like, entirely in aesthetics and gameplay. And... That isn't always true for um, other multiplayer games, though. I mean, look at all, COD, all the COD games. The story changes every time, but the multiplayer... And, like, I guess the guns will change in multiplayer, but the... Um, Usually they're 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 almost exactly the same. Even this new one, there's a couple of new mechanics, but the guns feel the same. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I think Team Fortress Two is a is a extreme example. Right. Another thing that like is kind of like weirded me out a little bit is they have like in the in the demo they had like this aspect of like customize your heroes and stuff like that, and that it like yeah yes. that looks pretty that, interesting. If that applies to PvP. I think, oh no! Oh yeah! I think of they are not. making a terrible mistake. I don't think anybody should expect that. Um, I think that's almost exclusively for PVE, so that they can give you like challenging bosses and 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 because they don't want to be fair in PVE, they don't have to be fair. Right. Your balance shouldn't be an issue in PVE. If something is overpowered, you just make the enemies stupid. Like that, right. and that's what they want to do. They want to give you a larger than life. Like as you see the um. Yeah. The cinematic, the eight-minute cinematic. Yeah. That fucking giant robot that fucking destroys everything could be a real boss in Overwatch 2, as long as you're able to like, you know, buff the shit out of your character uh, with all the different abilities. Fucking Reinhardt didn't have hammer down; he had hammer strike, and the damn thing had a shockwave like uh, probably ten meters in diameter or in in radius, I should say, all <laughs> around him. Not just in front of him, all around him. Like that's bullshit. That would never fly in PvP. Uh, that's 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 PVE stuff all day. I I hope so. <laughs> well, 
Listen, man, if Reinhardt comes out here with a flying hammer in PvP, like, the game is done. Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what's happening. No one is playing that game if everyone is just, like, at, at that fundamental level of brokenness. Like, I don't know if you've seen, uh, like, Sigma right now. No one wants yeah. to play this game at all. Like, I'm, I'm really happy. The first thing that I noticed, though... I don't know if you noticed this, right? But goats, goats has sucked for a really long time. Oh, thank it's not there anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Luckily. It's not there. It's not there at all. But no, but, it was one of the longest metas that we had professionally, and it was just terrible to watch. The best, the best thing about this about this trailer was that they oh, brought I back they fuck. brought back dive. <laughs> dive was back, baby. You had tracer, Genji, yeah. Yeah. Reinhardt, and and Winston. They didn't they didn't put goats in there. They, they, there was not a goats comp. That was definitely one hundred percent dive because totally. they know what the people want. They know what the people get excited for. I saw that. That was the first thing I noticed. I was I was like, I can play that. Yeah. yeah. But it was double <laughs> shield that saved the day, dude. Oh my it was, god. It was two shields. Also, they combined their shields. They combined their shields. Oh, oh, but that's god. what saved the day. All, all the memes are coming out. Fuck it. Double shield saved the day again. Oh. Um, <laughs> which is not what anybody wants to see. Oh, oh I think god. I think Overwatch 2 is gonna be awesome. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna buy a day one. Overwatch 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you guys I'm I'm cautious, but I'm probably still going to buy it day one. But at the same time, who knows? Maybe I don't want to buy another game from Blizzard. I guess that's fair. I mean, I don't know what their actions are going to be like. I shouldn't be saying I'm going to buy it day one. I'm saying I'm excited for it. I could just literally just keep playing Overwatch and not not buy it. Agreed. I don't want to support their actions even further when there's no change they gotta what would you okay how about this what what would you how would you guys want them to change like what, what would you want them to do obviously what their apology was shit so i want more than that what would you suggest i so what would i suggest as like their actual change yeah well in the first place i'll turn on even what they did yeah in the first place i would have wanted them to like not have had it been so drastic um like I want, I like I would have wanted them to have like had the proper like correction where it'd been like, uh, Blitzchunk violated these rules. Uh, we're gonna issue a six month ban, and that would have been it. And I would have liked the commentators to not be punished at all. Okay, um, I'm assuming also not actually take a political stance. Yeah. It's see, it's really strange because like drawing the parallels, like it's very easy to draw the parallels between like sports and esports, uh, especially oh, yeah. when it comes to uh, matters of of political protest in uh, and using your your fame as a platform to further. Uh, political awareness, right? Like, cause like oh, yeah. that, that's like, the, that's like the, always the, the big thing that everyone says, right? It's like, Oh, you're an athlete. You're paid to catch a ball. You're not paid to talk about politics. Right. That's the shut classic up. Uh, shut the hell. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. I hate it so much because totally it's like, agree. just, it's like at any level, like you, you're not allowed to talk about like things that are like you're passionate about. Right. I believe that that's bullshit, but I do understand that when like, there's no, there's, as far as I know, there's no like league, uh, like NFL league sanction against uh, using their platform uh, as a means to bring about um, uh, uh, awareness to social injustices. Uh, but if if Blizzard specifically has something in there that uh, that is as vague as it is written, that says, "Hey, please don't make us look bad in markets where we're trying to expand," and this is something that would do that. I can understand that that might not necessarily have been the platform for him to do it. Yes, it was a platform that had a lot of awareness. A lot of people just watched him win a tournament. This is really good, especially for his cause, right? And I think that he he also like one of the things that uh, that that he he said um, after he got banned that I, I thought was very admirable was that you know um, he said that I I only lost four years of my life playing um, when when he found out he was going to be banned. For this long, I only lost four months, four years of my life playing Hearthstone. If Hong Kong loses, we lose forever, right? So right. He, he knew the the repercussions of his actions. He understood what it is that he was that he was doing, and he he 
still took the hard road that that uh, that says that he is of the moral fortitude that this is something that he wants to do to to let people know about this, no matter what the consequences are, um, whether or not uh, whether or not the punishment doled out by Blizzard was right or wrong, which I I do believe they're within their right to to make a punishment. The severity of it initially made it look so much worse than anything they could have done to say any which way about how like this dude was trying to bring about uh, uh, awareness to uh, to the situation in Hong Kong right now. I, I think that's the part that a lot of people um, still take gripe with uh, is both the knee-jerk reaction and then the half-assed uh, apologies. And nothing seems as though it was it was done in good faith and nothing seems as though it was it was taken as seriously as a lot of other people are are making it out to be and i i think that for me is the part that i'm like i i still have my hang-ups on because I, i'm okay with them with with what with them uh ruling in favor of punishment uh because of i guess like how it was written but the the punishment just doesn't seem to fit exactly what it is that the guy did and the apologies after they uh, reneged on, uh, what is it? I think they, they, after they cut down the punishment and gave him back like his winnings, it, right. it still just didn't seem, it didn't seem good enough. Like you, you want, you want them to be, to be held culpable for their actions. And I feel like they're, they're just not taking any accountability. That That's the hard part. Yeah. Back real quick to the, uh, the, the NFL or professional sports analogy where uh, for, for taking a stance or you know punishment for that kind of behavior um the the only as far as i know the only stance they have is they can't um bash or or talk bad in any way about um like sponsors or things that, basically things that provide them money um mm-hmm. so like if i know the nfl is sponsored by Bud Light or something they can't on a nfl stream or nfl broadcast um so say Bud any Light. negative things right yeah um that's 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 totally not kosher but Outside of that, it isn't a problem. And even even within the context of an NFL broadcast, as long as it doesn't, as, again, this is, I'm speaking broadly because I actually don't know the specific um, like guidelines or rules that they have. But it's it's usually along the lines of of sponsorships and endorsements and essentially things that bring whatever league it is um, income. Um, and when it comes to social or political issues, it usually doesn't make a difference at all, which is why mm-hmm. you know you're able to take a knee. Um, and really not suffer any repercussions. Um, I mean, the fans can get pissy as much as they want, but your your job is not at stake um, for any of those actions. Um, to kind of like circle back, um, I did find the exact ruling, and uh, let's let's actually go over how vague this is. Uh, engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages blizzard's image will result in removal from grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to zero dollars usd jesus so i'm going to follow up with what i think they should do instead um so i at the time of um at the time of his action he was breaking that rule right so they were in their rights to, to deliver some kind of punishment i do think it was harsher than it needed to be um but it already happened, right? So how how do they how do they fix this problem? Um, they've they've at least given us prize money and they've they've reduced the bannings. Um, however, however, get for one a lot more specific, and then uh, is he cutting get, off? Yeah, we like might be uh, technical they need to make it so you can you can say more about you know uh about about social issues because the way it's the way it's worded right now it really it pretty much just it's up to blizzard's interpretation 100 percent of the way um there's no you can't have a platform um about anything because if, if blizzard doesn't like that platform or if tencent doesn't like that platform then it could be against the rules um so it just needs to be super super clear they have to change that rule agreed One thing, uh, one thing I'll say in closing, um, and this is uh, something that was like 
thrown get around out in again. addition to the um, to the ruling against Blitzchung, which affected the casters, where um, the casters' primary job is to keep the spotlight and um, you know the broadcast focused on the gameplay and the action at hand. Um, and the thing that kind of upsets me is I believe that, you know, during an interview, the action should be on the player and what has brought them to that point, what is affecting them in their life and things of that matter. And if Blitzchung wants to speak about, you know, the protests in Hong Kong and have that be a part of his, you know, after action interview, I think that coincides with the caster's job of keeping the action focused on the players and the game and what their choices are and how they got to the point they are in life. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I'm bored. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're, uh, we're coming up on an hour. Uh, well, 10 minutes to the hour. So I think we can call it there. We've, talked a lot about things going on at blizzard uh you know and uh yeah i think i feel like we've we've shared our opinions pretty well yeah I yeah i gotta feed the animals too so that's probably a good time to stop all right thank you everybody for tuning in uh stick around for Ooh. 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 i got a thing okay. uh where can they follow each of us uh if you want more content from oh, us on a personal level um yeah uh, you can follow me on Twitter at at Deanthrax, D-E-A-N-T-H-R-A-X. Um, I post a lot of videos in terms of uh, me at tournaments. Um, I'll be in November. Uh, I'm, I'll be at North American Regional Finals in a week or two. Uh, yeah, uh, post your contact information so that everyone knows where to find you and what you're going to be doing and what, what, what else it is that you do on your side. Nick, uh, that means your stream? Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I haven't streamed in a long time, but you can follow me Same. on uh, Same. slash monkhb, M-O-N-K-H-B. Uh, I also stream, but also not regularly, unfortunately. Um, I'll be uh, twitch.tv slash freddybones. Uh, also on Twitter at, at freddy, and zero is in the number zero. Freddie Bones um, sounds like a really cool like rapper name, by the way. I'm just putting that out dude, there. Dude, so the reason I came up with that is because my real name is really annoying to say and spell. So okay. I needed something that's easy enough, you know, you could roll off the tongue. Yeah. And that was one of the things I thought of, and that was the one that stuck, and that's it. And that's my entire now online identity. <laughs> I like it. Alright. How do you uh, how do you guys feel about like episode two or episode three being about the anatomy of a, a gamer tag? Yeah, I was just about to say that episode no, two no. needs to be all, all of our gamertag origin stories. All right. Mine has changed a few times too. Oh yeah. Hell, Nick Everyone, has three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of us all of us have different names. All of us have a different name than when we when we first started than what it is totally. now. Hundred percent. Totally. All right. Uh people, thank you for tuning in. Uh I'll see you around. Peace. Bye.